August 8th, 2022. Let's talk tonight about Friday night Arbit with a minyan at a hotel. Specifically what I want to talk about is uh, in a circumstance where a person or people are praying and it's not a permanent minyan. And the question arises, you may have heard of this at some point, whether you're supposed to say after Arbit before you say Aleinu Beracha Hatme'en Sheva. What is Beracha Hatme'en Sheva? Generally speaking, in Arbit, throughout the week, we don't have Hazarat Hashas. Whereas in Shahrit and in Musaf, excuse me, in Shahrit and in Minha, we do Hazara afterwards. In Arbit, because Tfilat Arbit Reshut, because at its core, even though we later subsequently accepted it as Chova, as something that's obligatory upon us, but at its core, Arbit is Reshut, it's not obligatory. It's for that reason that we never instituted, never had as part of it Hazara Tashas, this repetition of the Amidah, which was purposed for People who didn't know initially how to pray, they would listen carefully and they'd fulfill their mitzvah tefillah by so doing. Now when it comes to Friday night, however, when you finish Amidah, um, say Vayichudu, immediately after saying Vayichudu, we have this Beracha, Magin Avot Bidvaro, Amaro, and so on and so forth. Effectively, what that prayer is, is a summary, a condensed summary of the Amidah that we prayed earlier. It's, so to speak, it's this uh, quasi-hazarat uh, hashas. It's the way that the hazan repeats what was just said as the tefillah, just in a packaged way of doing it. So instead of actually repeating the first three berachot and last three with the berachah in the middle, we call it beracha ahat me'en sheva. It's just like seven, or it's out of seven. It's similar to the seven berachah. So, you know, along the lines of beracha hat me'en shalosh which is ala mechia, which is a condensed berkat amazon, that's what's said on Friday nights. Why on Friday night do we have hazara tashas? Why on Friday night if we don't do it throughout the week? The answer is uh, a line or two in the Gemara and Masechet Shabbat and Kafdali Damut Bet. For our purposes, the most significant last words uh, are what we need to pay attention to, and that's detakune mishum sakana. Uh, this beracha hat me'en sheva was uh, set in place by the hachamim mishum sakana because of a danger of some sort. Rashi, in his commentary to the Gemara over there, explains that it worked as follows. Synagogues used to be outside of the city, and you'd have to walk through desolate, empty areas, which were dangerous, um, in order to get to the synagogue. On a Friday night, when everyone was busy working until close until Shabbat, maybe they didn't stop in time, and they just stopped at Shabbat's, uh, beginning, they meant then make their way to tefillah and they'd be late to the tefillah. The fear is that when we finish tefillah, there'll be some people who are not yet caught up and they'll have to return by themselves when nightfall has already come about and it'll be dangerous for them to make their way back home. As a result, the rabbis elongated the prayer just a bit by adding that beracha hatme en sheva. That's this mipene hasakana. Again, the, the establishment of this Beracha Hatme and Sheva on Friday night was for when we would be going to a synagogue outside of the city. There was a danger to return by ourselves. The rabbis elongated the prayer by adding Beracha Hatme and Sheva. What's your question, Leo? Just a question. Does not have to do with the Beracha? It's a good reason. I just don't understand why they would have shuls outside of the 
That's a great question. It was the law at the time that you were not able to have synagogues within the regular area, certainly not if they were tall synagogues. You weren't allowed to have the synagogue be higher than the, uh, than the temple of the local authority. So, so this oh, is the way, this like is the way they used to have it. Uh-huh. Right. But that being the case, the question in turn is, in today's day and age, when we're praying even in a synagogue, when it is in the city, maybe we shouldn't be making So the answer to that is tradition, tradition, masoret. We've continued to say even though our synagogues are in the civilized area, even though there's no danger, even though, quote, we get on time to synagogue and we're leaving all at the same time. But nonetheless, that's what we have today. But what about if you're not praying in a synagogue, you're not praying in a bit knesset, Perhaps in that situation, this takana of the hachamim should not be applicable. Even though we're going to extend it to today's day and age when there's no sakana, maybe we should only extend it and continue it in the context of a bit knesset. Seshul Hanaruch here in source number three in Siman Resh Samech Het, Veomer Shaliyah Sibur in Sa'if Het, Beracha Hat Me'en Sheva, Ve'en Hayahid Omerota. There happens to be a dispute, a question about whether an individual should say, we only say this, Beracha Hat Me'en Sheva. Keep in mind, if we're envisioning it as similar to Hazarat Ashas, it's only if you're besibur. It's only if you have a minyan. Saif tet. Yom tov shehaliot b'shabbat. Eno maskir shel yom tov b'berkat me'en sheva. It says you don't mention uh, yom tov in that beracha hat me'en sheva. That happens to be what the specific context of the Gemara in source number one is dealing with. The fact that we don't mention it as part of it, which is interesting because in the Amidah we do say ya'alev ya'avo, even if it's hola mo'ed, but we don't have mention of yom Tob in that beracha hat me'en sheva. Saif yod. Most relevant for our question, and again, that's the question we're really dealing with. The Friday night arbit with a minyan at a hotel. In a hotel, you're not praying in a synagogue per se. Maybe you're praying in a room that was established for tefillah. Maybe you're praying in some other room. Would you, should you be saying beracha hat sheva in such a circumstance? en omrim beracha me'en sheva bebet hatanim ve'avelim. That in a circumstance of bet hatanim, there's a hatan and kala, they're celebrating for the seven days after their marriage, not leaving the home, want to do a minyan for the hatan on Friday night in such a circumstance, or an avel, a person who's in mourning in their shiva, a house minyan is what Shohan Aruch is describing. Uh, it's unfathomable. You'd have a house minyan for anything else, right? Says Shohan Aruch, in such a circumstance, no beracha hat sheva, deleka, there is not ta'ama, the reasoning, that people will come late, after all, it's in the city. After all, it's in the home. After all, it's not a synagogue at all, says Bet Yosef in his uh, commentary to Tur, giving you the, the, the sourcing on this. He quotes from Rabbi Yitzhak Abu Hab, Be'shem Sefer HaMinhagot, De'bebet hatanim va'avelim, De'lekata amad me'achrin lavosh, Yehu nizokin, Lo amrinan beracha hat me'en sheva, Ve'ken katav harivash b'teshuba. So although it's not explicit in the Gemara, they both address this matter and make clear that in the house minyan you would not be saying is this accepted and agreed upon by all? Certainly not to the extent that Magen Abraham, one of the major commentaries to Shohan Aruch, right there in Sa'if Katan Yodalit, writes, 
if there's a circumstance, a situation, you happened upon the minyan, and they were saying it, en limhot be'adam, you can leave them to continue doing so. He quotes it from Radvaz, Rabbi David ben Zimra, and Maharbach, Rabbi Levi ben... I don't remember. Maharbach. Um, anyway, so that's the, the, one of the Chachmei Eres Yisrael at the time after the expulsion from Spain. Anyway, that's Magen Abraham with regards to if people are already doing so. Uh, but it's not Lechat Echila. Mishnah Berurah. Nobody told them not to do it? In other words, they're doing it. Let them do it. That's an Next interesting week, statement. The statement is, you don't. Let them continue doing it. You're going to say to me, what appears to be the case, according to Radvaz, according to Mahalbach, is that where oh, it's been Habib. That's the name. Uh, that's the Haitin, Rabbi Levi ben Habib. Um, so uh, that according to them, uh, and you'd have to read it fully inside their, their logic and rationale, Yeshal Milismoch to continue doing so. We don't want you doing it, but a person's doing it. You understand already just from our mention of it that the severity over here is not that of a classic and standard Berachalevatala situation. Do you understand what I'm what I'm suggesting? What I'm pointing out with that? Mishnah Berra writes the following. He says. Perush bebet hatanim is quoting from Taz, whom we'll read further in source number seven. Kibshemit palim bebetam baminyan. The kol sheken says all the more so. Otan shemit palim lifrakim baminyan babayit. He says not only those who are praying at a bet hatanim or a bet avel, but uh, those who are lifrakim once in a while they're making a minyan in the home. Aval, however, he writes significantly. Keshiyesh kiviut. Al eze yamim veyesh sefer Torah etzlam ukemo bayeridim domel bet haKneset kavua veomrim. The statement of Mishnah Beruah, he's really quoting it from Taz, Rabbi David Segel, whom you'll see in source number seven, who states this explicitly, and he mentions the minhag yeridim. The yarid was the marketplace. He says when it's a regular gathering for minyan. And it's something that's consistent, even though it's not a synagogue, it's not a Bet Knesset, it wasn't built for this, and it's not consistently used for this, but it is for a span of time being used consistently for this. In such a circumstance, you can make Beracha Hazmei Sheva. Is that every house? Not necessarily. Now, we're going to have to define exactly what this means. So, Leo might argue that's every house minyan. Is it every house minyan? In other words, the question is, is it a place that's established for tefillah? That's, that, that, that would be our question. Do you need that? Does it just need to be that there is a regular gathering there? Or does it need to be, hold on in the Torah point in this for a second, or does it need to be further that this place is set aside for tefillah? That's what you do with this place. Do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, it is a room in the home or it's a room in the hotel for our purposes where we pray. That's the Bet Knesset for that Shabbat or for that weekend, for that week. That's the type of thing that we're going to have to try to tease out. Right now, you might be right. Right now, if we just read Taz in its most simple sense, what he's saying, Rabbi David Segel, is that if you have a minyan that's gathered in that place, well, then you're allowed to pray there. It says, uh, it says in such a circumstance, it's a kvi'ut al eze yamim. You say the house minyan, it's happening often. He mentions as well there's a sefer Torah. The poskim do discuss the necessity of a sefer Torah. Generally speaking, we assume a sefer Torah is not necessary, but it only aids in establishing this as a makom kavua. Now, in terms of, again, 
figuring out, teasing out exactly what we mean by this kivi'ut, there's much debate. In Eshel Abraham, in source number eight, one of the commentators on Taz, it's Eshel Abraham, it's generally known as Eshel Abraham Buchach, he writes, he says, when we're talking about Taz, or his understanding of the halacha, and some makom kavua, it's not just a Friday night minyan, it's not even just a weekend minyan. It's a place where you're going to consistently, for several days, meet in order to pray there. That's the statement, that's the definition of this. Uh, so I now bring you back to, not the porch minyan, even for our purposes right now, but to the hotel minyan, according to Taz. Simple interpretation of Taz. Well, let's start with Shohan Aruch. Let's go like this. According to Shohan Aruch, we'd initially say, of course you can't say, it's Friday night, you finish the tefillah, you skip it, you go straight into Kaddish after Vaychulu. Uh, alternatively, we saw from Taz that if it's a place that's established for several several days for Minyan, uh, so then there's room to be lenient and to say, then the original Takana becomes incorporated into this. Says Yeshel Avraham, however, it says it needs to be a little little bit more consistent than just a tefillah, a minyan here. He even suggests that if you're doing it week after week, just on Friday night, he seems to write, that's not, that's not sufficient either. Uh, what are we going to go to the halacha on this? What's important is first and foremost just to mention that Rav Moshe Feinstein in source number nine disagrees with Eshel Abraham and his definition of consistent to begin with could even be you're just praying Friday nights. Right, very often it'll just be a Friday night minyan. Says Rav Moshe Feinstein, Bet Knesset kavua litfilat ma'ariv b'Shabbat. Ve'af makom kavua be'bayit echad. Sarich nomad be'kat me'en sheva. He says, in such a circumstance, you say baracha had me'en sheva. Now that being the case, we where you were just nervous a moment ago, Leo, we now are suggesting in all circumstances you should be doing it. It's consistent. It's not just a one-time thing. It's the entire summer. It's the entire winter. You're praying in this person person's home. However, and this is the most significant part, and this really came into play the most during Corona quarantine time. Corona quarantine time, people were meeting in gardens, people were meeting on porches, people were meeting on one porch to the next and kind of coming together, congregating in some way like that. In that situation where there's not a place which is established as a makom tefillah, there's not a specific location which we're saying is a synagogue for this Shabbat. Can you and should you extend this uh, situation of considering this quote, a circumstance of beracha hatme'en sheva, where it's appropriate for us to be saying this? And there seems to be a clear direction from the Chachmeha Acharonim to argue that you cannot and should not. Again, the logic being quite simple. If the whole Takana at its onset is about the synagogue, which was outside of the city, it's true it's inside the city now, but it's not a synagogue at all. Rabbi Yehuda Ayash, in source number 10, in his Matei Yehuda, he says there's a circumstance where they're gathering in a gun, in a garden to pray. He says it's inappropriate. You should not be saying Barachahat Men Sheva. I know you're going to tell me Magin Taz, Magin David. That's Rabbi David Segel. He says, even if you accept Taz, it's only if it's a Makom HaMiyuhad Litfilah. Our key ingredient over here is that it's a synagogue. Along the same lines, in source number 11, 
in the book Bet David, Bet David of Yosef David of Saloniki. He was a Greek rabbi, and he's writing about a plague which uh, took place. He says it was in the year Hetaf Samachet. That's a little over 300 years ago. He says there was a plague and people left the regular city, regular inhabitants, civilized area, settled area, and they're in all sorts of disparate different areas and they want to pray out in the fields together. In such a circumstance, he too writes, inappropriate to say, but what do you mean? We're gathering to pray over there. That's not a synagogue, that's a garden. That's not a makoma miyuhad litfilah. The hachmeh talmud when they're talking about this establishment of because you might be coming late and you might be left behind afterwards, they weren't talking about this sort of circumstance where you're not even in a synagogue. By the way, if you weren't going to a synagogue, he says, you'd probably just be praying at home. This whole takana by definition is only for when you're going to a bet knesset. And most recently in the book, Minhat Asher Al Magifat Karona, in source number 12, that's Rabbi Asher Weiss of Israel today, he writes explicitly as well along the lines of source number 10 and 11 and others. He nemilashon kol haposkim lamadnu de'en halachazot teluya basibur. This is not defined by the congregation that they're congregating to pray. Ela bebet hakeneset dekevan de'ikaratakana hayetamishum shebateknesiot shelahem hayum yichutz layishuv vehayasakana lachazon betakneset labayit levad tiknu lomad lachazon betakneset since the whole establishment was because the knis was out Outside of the city, as a result, there was a danger to return. And yes, it's true. Granted, today there is no sakana. The matter stays in its place. Ah, however, that's only when you're praying in a bit knesset. It has to be similar enough to the takana. Might not be outside of the yeshuv, outside of the uh, settled area, but ultimately speaking, it's a bit knesset. that would not be the designated area to be considered a bit Knesset. I bring you back to that's the... no matter how frequent, basically. That's his argument. So if you're praying in someone's living room, for example, you his, his suggestion... Every... His suggestion... Well, we'll have to define that a little bit more because if you're praying every single morning in Ha and Arbit, you know, Shahrid Barhan Arbit, it sounds to me like it is a bit Knesset. Do you know what I'm saying? We'll finish, as a matter of fact, this whole source sheet, I'll tell you already now, with Chacham Ovadia Yosef, who fought against saying that like Shulchan Aruch, in any non-established area. However, when he established a synagogue in his home, in his personal midrash, he said, how do you explain that? His explanation was quite simple. He says, my established area is a synagogue. We're praying here, but it's part of your apartment. Part of my apartment, but this is surrounded by books, Sefer Torah. This is where we pray. That's what it is. It became a place of prayer more than a place of my home. Now I bring you back to the hotels. I ask you, when you're staying in that hotel 
and there is a minyan. Now, if the minyan, as Leo asked before the class, is in a room, there's no question, there's no barachat sheva, right? That's a room. We're praying together in a room. That's certainly not, even though we're meeting there. What if the hotel, there's some sort of trip, they've set aside one room, and that is the Bet Knesset for the trip. What's that? Inbal has, has it. Yeah, Many that. Pesach trips have it. Many times when people go away, together with a larger group of people, a community, they establish a room, they're able to rent a room from the hotel, and that becomes the Bet Knesset. In such a circumstance, it would seem clear from everything we've addressed until now, and will only make it more compelling in a moment or two, that you should be saying, So already, that's the punchline. The punchline is a Friday night Arbit uh, with a minyan at a hotel with regards to saying if it's in an established set-aside location you say it's for that reason as well in my opinion when the schools go on seminars or Shabbatons and they have a room that is the Bet Knesset they should be making there as well the argument could be made that, well, we need to be nervous for Eshel Abraham and say that this needs to be consistent. It needs to be a few days. Those are all interesting and important arguments. We'll see in a moment that there's already an argument that you don't need establishment at all against Shohan Aruch. Although we don't follow that opinion, coupled together with Radvaz that we read in Mahabach in Magen Abraham, that if you're doing it, you can continue doing it. In other words, we're not really dealing with something to the extent of we're fearing Berachalevatala. And as well, the fact that it is set aside specifically as a Bet Knesset seems clear to me that in that situation, even in that situation, you're only staying for two, three days at this hotel, you could say Beracha Hatmen Sheva as well. What do I mean by that last angle against Shohan Aruch? The Mikubalim, many of the Sephardic Mikubalim specifically, not starting with, but one of the later ones to write about it is Benish Hai in source number 13 argue against Shohan Aruch. They have a diuk in the words of Arizal, Rabbi Yitzhak Luria, excuse me, Rashash, Rabbi Shalom Shara'abi, and perhaps emanating all the way up to Arizal from Sha'ar HaKavanot, uh, that the halakha should be the following. That the halakha hatmein sheva, although the Gemara, which we began with in Masechet Shabbat and Kafdalit, mentions that the reason for it is mipene ha-sakana, Right, Rabbi Yosef Hayim of Baghdad, Benish Hai here in source number 13, says there are other reasons for the takanot of the hakamim. Sometimes they're hidden reasons. This one, at its core, is Hazarat Hashas. At its core, the hakamim wanted you to repeat the tefillah on Friday night. But not throughout the, not throughout the week, something about Kedushat Shabbat, you repeat the Amidah. And as a result, irrespective of whether you're in a synagogue or not in a synagogue, it's Bet Knesset, Yeshuv, or any of that sort of business, you say, that is the Kabbalistic approach to this matter against Shohan Aruch. It's interesting, because also Kabbalah, is, the Kabbalists have the biggest influence on Arvid Friday night. The whole Kabbalat Shabbat. Interesting, right? Uh, Kabbalat Shabbat, he's saying, is, is very much influenced by the Mekubalim. So you'd imagine, maybe, that this would be very influenced as well, not fully, is what I'm telling no, you. But they want now, it. I, right, they're very serious. Right, that's right. So you're su- suggesting it's, it's a very, very important time for them. Now, in truth, Benish High points out that the Minhag in Yerushalayim, until today, is to say, irrespective of whether it's a Bet Knesset or not. 
question is, how do we define Yerushalayim? Does many say it's within the old city? The question is, is it even within the old city? Is that an old school who lived in Yerushalayim? Today it's a, a melting pot of, of sorts. But Benish Chai says, in my city, in Baghdad, I established as well, we should say, in any and every minyan. Again, I mentioned this all in our context to tell you that if you had any doubts about the angle and direction we were taking until now, you couple it, and that's the way you posek halacha all the time, right? You couple several angles and vantage points together in order to make your case. So what's our angle and vantage points? Number one, this is the established place. This is where everyone's congregated and we set it aside for tefillah. We had ample room from Taz and beyond in order to argue that you could do it in such a circumstance. Number two, the whole halacha according to Shohan Aruch, even if you don't follow it, uh, we can manichim otam. Number three, the mekubalim are telling us, you should be doing it. Kafa Hayim Rabbi Yaakov Hayim Sofer writes this as well in his commentary, Tusiman Resh Samechet in Otnun, as do many others. They quote it from several sources. Now, it's never explicit in the words of uh, Arizal, but they have it as some sort of remez in his words with regards to his meaning on this matter, and Benish High quoted it more explicitly from the book Piri Adama. Now, that being the case, the question always arises in these sorts of circumstances when I have Kabbalah running up against Nigle. In other words, I have Shohan Aruch telling me X based on the Gemara, and they have the Mekubalim saying Y based on Kabbalah. What am I supposed to do if there's a contradiction? It seems to be almost a blatant contradiction. You'd imagine, says Joe, that you're going to go with, and that's what Radvaz writes in several places, but in source number 15 I put it for you, that if you're going to have a mystical tradition of some sort going against what we know from Talmud, we go with Talmud. You have a mystical tradition that adds to it, we'll go with the addition which means that we've already diminished the strength of sources 13 and 14 of Benish Chaim, of Kafa Chaim, and all those along their lines. Haham of Adya Yosef, in source number 16, therefore writes in his Hazon of Adya, Nilchot Shabbat, Chalek Aleph, on page Shin Ayin Gimal, through Shin Ayin He, Sibur, Hamitpalim Bebet Hatanim, Bebet Avelim, verbatim from Shohan Aruch, En HaShaliach Sibur Omer, Berkat Me'en Sheva. Hazan should not make this beracha hat me'en sheva. Shelonit kena ela bebet kneset, shayita basadeh, bemakom sakanata mezikim. It was only established specifically in a circumstance where it was outside of the city, where it was dangerous. Even though we extended it, he goes on to say, to bate knesiot in general, it's only if it's a bet kneset. He goes further and he does point out that there is a particular question on Benish Hai, and I kind of alluded to it earlier on the Mikubalim. And it goes like this. Remember what I told you the context of that Gemara and Masechet Shabbat really was all about. The context was the fact that in Beracha Hatme and Sheva, we don't mention Yom Tov. If it's Shabbat and Yom Tov night, it's a Friday night, which is Yom Tov, you don't mention Yom Tov. Says Hacham Vadya Yosef, wait a second. Mikubalim, why not? If the whole idea is it's Hazarat Hashatz, Mamash Hazarat Hashatz, and you're going to do so then of course you should be mentioning Yom Tov. If it's just an establishment of the rabbis in order to make certain that you stay in synagogue longer so there's not a danger, okay, so then for one reason or another they decided not to put the Yom Tov mention. But if this has to mimic and be just like Hazarat Hashatz, 
How are you leaving out mention of Yom Tov? That's his argument against the Mekubalim. Shailot Tishubot Or Lezion, source number 17, Halek Bet, and Perek Yotet, Ham Benziona Bashaul writes as well, En Omrim Berkat Me'en Sheva Bebayet She'en Bo Sefer Torah. First and foremost, he's very serious about the Sefer Torah. As I mentioned earlier, Sefer Torah is not per se the Kovea Lahalacha. Doesn't need to be a Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah helps in the establishment of this being a permanent place. It needs to be more than anything a permanent place, even if if there's a Sefer Torah in your hotel room, it won't help. Mikoma kom Yerushalayim, he writes, Aminhag lomar bechomakom vetahavir, that's what I told you, the minhag of Yerushalayim. Koma kom chutzu Yerushalayim, tov, yoter, shelo lomar berkati me'en sheva, makom she'en Sefer Torah, kevan shelefi ha-peshat, as we said, according to the simple interpretation, en lomar. Ve'af lefi ha-kabbalah, he points out further, as I mentioned to you earlier, that according to the Kabbalah, it's not explicit, it's not meforash in the words of Arizal, it's only a diktuk of his words in Sha'ar ha-kabbanot. Ve'al he writes in the final paragraph, Tov yoter la'asot kedat maran, the best is to follow Shohan Aruch, velomar sham berkat me'en sheva. However, in Yerushalayim, the canon should continue with their minhag. Uh, that all being the case, uh, we're winding down this issue. Uh, let's very briefly summarize what we established. The Gemara Masechet Shabbat Kafdalid mentions this Bracha Hat Sheva. The reason, the rationale that the Hachamim explained to us in the Gemara was that it's in order to avoid the danger of someone getting stuck in the synagogue, which is outside of the city. Question is if that continues to be a reality today. Just a few weeks ago, Jakey and I were talking about this. He questioned that. Okay, we accepted it as something that we do even today, similar to many other things that we do today. We do Hazara even today. Uh, today, generally speaking, nobody in the synagogue is actually being Yoseh in Hazarat Hashats for their Amidah. If you don't know how to pray, you're probably not showing up at the synagogue. So why are we doing it? Harambam writes, it's a Masoret, it's a Takana which continued. So to this one. However, Shohan Aruch is telling us from Bitzhak Abuhab, from Rivash, it's only if, and specifically in circumstances where you're in a synagogue, if you're to Bet Avil, Bet Hatanim, you wouldn't say it. Taz qualifies that, however. He says if it's a consistent prayer play, how do you define consist- consistent? Important question. You can and should say because then it becomes like a bit knesset. Says Eishel Avraham, consistent means consistent, means really consistent. All the prayers on more than one day for a pretty long while. He doesn't fully quantify it, but that's what he tells us is his opinion on this matter. What we did and do know at the very least, though, is that we saw from Matei Yehuda Ayash, we saw it from Bet David of Saloniki, we saw it from uh, Rav Asherweiss and others that it needs to be a place which is established as the synagogue. If you say, I'm going to my room and we're going to have a minyan over there, that's not an established synagogue place. If you're saying everybody should meet in this room, which is the prayer place of the hotel, that's the knis of the hotel, in that circumstance, we have this issue. In that circumstance, we can and should, as per what we're suggesting, be saying, in order to... To layer this Pesach Halacha, we then brought up the Pesach Halacha of the Mekubalim, who argue that in general, even if it's not, even if it's your hotel room, even if it's your home, even if it's your porch, you should be saying, We said even though we're not accepting their opinion, their opinion is already aiding our contention that in a circumstance when it's an established synagogue, even though it's not a permanent synagogue, but it's there for several days, for a day or two, even if it's only for Abit, as we said from Rav Moshe, 
Moshe Feinstein, you should be saying Berachat Me'en Sheva. Chacham Vadya Yosef, interestingly, right there in the next few lines, the next few pages in his Chazon Or Vadya, on page Shin Ein He, Shin Ein Vav, he points out not all the Mikubalim are all on the same page on this. He quotes from several who disagree and say it's a misunderstanding. He says the Minhag of the Egyptians in the book Nahar Misraim, as well as to follow Shohan Aruch on this, which means to say that if it's your room, if it's a non-established place, if it's a place which is really haphazardly put together for a minyan, you should not be saying Berachat Men Sheva. And I'll conclude just with regards to the picture we've been giving throughout with this book Orchot Maran Chelegimal on page Resh Nun Bet, where Chacham David Yosef writes about his father, Chacham Ovadia Yosef, that when he established the synagogue in his house, even though it was his house, it was his apartment, he said, you might question, but it shouldn't be that way. His Pesach Kalacha, we know from Chazon Avadiyah, we know from elsewhere is that only if it's an established synagogue, not if it's a bet avil, a bet hatanim like Shohan Aruch. Well, that being the case, how did he do berachat men sheva? Says Chacham David Yosef, afal pishahayita daato shein lomar berachat men sheva b'makom shein obet knesset kavua. Except for Yerushalayim, right? Mikom Makom. Mikivan Shahayaz and Minyan Kavua Belelo Chabat. And it was only Friday nights initially, but it was a Minyan Kavua. Vigamayu Babayit Kama Sifre Torah. Furthermore, there were several Sifre Torah. He goes onward and he says, and the house was filled with Sifarim. Vigamayu Mitpalim Shamide, Pam, Pam, Bisharimota Shavuan. And then sometimes they would be praying there during the week as well. He says, for that, Hayatada Ato, his father's opinion was. That in that circumstance, it is appropriate to say this beracha. It's part of that original takana. Putting it all together in the Pesach Halacha, clearly if you're praying in a Friday night a beat with a minyan at a hotel, the question is where they're praying. If they're praying in a room that's going to be used for tefillot throughout Shabbat, you should be saying Beracha Hat Me'en Sheva. If they're praying in a room that it might be used for the tefillot, but it's really a bedroom, it's really someone's room and you just congregated over there, should not be saying Beracha Hat Me'en Sheva. What if there's no Sefer Torah, but we've rented out a room, we established it, even in that circumstances saying again this arose during corona time most specifically for me I was telling Jake a few weeks ago where his grandfather was praying Arbit one night we were not in the Knis it was like one of these lockdown times but we were able to it was permitted to pray outside so we prayed across the street in someone's backyard around the pool in that circumstance I felt very clearly although we were taking the minyan and transplanting it from the Knis to this person's backyard but that's not a makom tefillah even though we were praying there throughout the day on Shabbat but that's similar to the bedroom in the, in the hotel it's when you've taken a place and you've established this and everyone can say that's the Bet Knesset for these few days in that circumstance and specifically in that circumstance it's appropriate and should be said the Beracha Hatmen Sheva Baruch Adonai Le'olam Amen Amen